Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Hi everyone, it is so exciting to be able to bring the word today. We've been doing this incredible series of Nehemiah over the last few weeks. And I don't know about you, but I have really been blessed, been challenged, um, been able to really look at what God wants to do in my life and through me, Um, as we come out of this time of being in this COVID-19. You know, in this book of Nehemiah, it was fulfilling the vision and the burden of building the new wall. Nehemiah is an incredible book of the Bible that, as you have already seen, is so full of amazing, amazing truths that help us in our everyday life. I've been really reflecting over this time And during this time, God's been speaking to me about how can we rebuild the church after COVID-19. Now, let me say, the church doesn't need to be rebuilt. I believe what it needs to do is it needs to begin to have a fresh look, a fresh outlook. The church in the Western world, prior to us being locked down, didn't have a voice, not a huge voice anyway. And it actually didn't even really seem like it was going anywhere. It had plateaued. And my prayer over this period of time is, God, I don't want to stay in this place. I don't want to be a church that is weak. I don't want to be a church that isn't going forward. I want to be a church that's seeing dramatic changes taking place. Nehemiah had a burden. Nehemiah had a a plan that God had given him to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem. And the purpose of rebuilding the wall was to cause Jerusalem to rise up to its former place of strength, power, authority. It's time for the church to rise up. It's time for the church to rise up with greater strength, power and authority than it's ever had before. I believe that as we come out of this time, the church is going to emerge stronger and greater than it ever was in the past. So today we're going to be looking at chapter four of Nehemiah. In this chapter, we see that um, Nehemiah has gathered the people. They're beginning to build the wall. It's getting, um, by the end of that chapter, it had been halfway and it was completed. But in this chapter, you start to see how the people, the enemy, started to begin to bring opposition, started mocking, started criticizing, started um, coming to attack and destroy. Let me say that when God asks us to stand up, when he asks us to go forward, the enemy will always come in opposition. But what I love about this chapter four is there is so many keys, so many tactics that God had downloaded to Nehemiah to help them rise up and finish the the job that was given to them to go forward and do what they needed to do. But he gave them the tools to be able to stand against the enemy. The first thing I want to look at this morning is the God-given plan. I've had a real burden 
about the fact that God has given so many people different plans for their life. But we've actually sat back, we've become complacent and we haven't wanted to do those plans. You know, Nehemiah was given the plan to rebuild the wall. Imagine if he didn't listen to God, he just ignored him. I believe God's challenging us to rise up, to take a hold of the plans. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. To hear the plans, we allow the Holy Spirit to change our thinking and allow God to speak. Are you hearing him? Are you allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to you? In Romans 12 verse 2, it says, Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Nehemiah's plan that God gave him was to rebuild the wall. What is God revealing to you? What's he asking you to do in a greater way? When God first gives us the plan, we tend to work with enthusiasm and excitement. You know, in verse 6 of that chapter, it says, At last the wall was completed to half its height around the entire city, for the people had worked with enthusiasm. They were excited. Suddenly the plan was there. They were there to build that wall and go for it. But it didn't take them long, because as you come down into verse 10, it says, Then the people of Judah began to complain. The workers are getting tired and there's so much rubble to be removed. We will never be able to build the wall ourselves. You know, I think some of us have got tired. God's given us a plan. God's given us desires. He's given us visions. He's given us dreams. And we've allowed them to be put down. We've allowed them to be shoved away because we've got tired. But it's time for them to be rebirthed again. It's time for you to allow that vision and that dream, those desires, the plans that God has had, allow them to rise up again and begin to allow God to go forward and use them. God never asked the Jews to build the wall on their own. He actually gave them a plan on how to do it. Some of us need to understand that God's there and allowing us to do what we need to do. You know, some of us want our families to come to Jesus. I've got family members that don't know the Lord. I want them to come to Jesus. God's, that's part of the plan. I believe it. But I sometimes have got tired. I've sometimes wondered whether it's going to happen. But it's time for us to press in again and believe and pray and seek God's face for those families to rise up and believe that God's going to do the incredible. Some of us have become complacent. People have mocked our dreams, our desires, and we've allowed them to be put back and not risen up. So what stops the plans? Discouragement sets in, which brings weariness and opposition. And who do you think brings the discouragement and the opposition? It's the enemy. The enemy tries to destroy the plans. 
that God has. The enemy tried to destroy the wall from being rebuilt because the enemy knew that the minute the wall was rebuilt, that the minute that wall was to where it needed to be, the strength that would take place would be not what they could handle, that they would have a force that would not be able to be beaten or defeated. Nehemiah and the Jews faced the enemy coming against them. That brought discouragement, but Nehemiah knew how to fight the enemy. I want to give you some keys right now on how to fight the enemy that I believe is in this chapter, in chapter 4. The first one, in verse 4, Then I prayed, Hear us, our God, for we are being mocked. Right here, the first thing Nehemiah did was he went to prayer. I think sometimes the first thing when we're being mocked or we're being discouraged or something's coming against us, we tend to want to rise up and defend ourselves or we want to go and and, um, do something back. But Nehemiah didn't do that. He went straight to prayer. Nehemiah's response to the mocking, the ridicule, the attacks was he didn't debate with them. He didn't even go to the two main people directly. He went straight to prayer and to allow God to deal with it. Nehemiah's prayer was a first resource, not a last resort. Hear that? It was a first resource, not a last resort. I think sometimes we're so quick to not go to the first resource We're always trying to do it in our own strength. But God doesn't want us to do that. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 it says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. We're not fighting against flesh and blood we're fighting against principalities and powers see nehemiah realized that the enemy was coming he was coming against them but what did he do he went to prayer and he cried out and he said in those verses and i want you to read chapter four he said really clearly hey god we can't do this but you can and you need to take a hold of those people you need to deal with them you need to he threw it back into the place where he knew it could be defeated whatever it is that you're facing rise up in it and allow God to do the impossible allow God to come and meet you where you're at God's the one but we've got to be prepared to go in and pray and seek his face over this time you know I've been really looking at what I do It has made me feel like I have lost a little bit of focus. But lately, I've come back to a place of really seeking God and saying, God, I don't want to lose focus. I don't want to be inadequate for what you've got. I want to continue to see the plan and the purpose going forward. I want you to cause me to be stronger than I've ever been before. I want to emerge strong and, and have the ability to know how to fight the enemy if we're going to see a sovereign move of God in our nation it must happen in us first and that means we need to do what I believe this scripture says in Romans 12 verse 2 stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think 
This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. God wants this church, his bride, to rise up, to be strong, to not be weak. He wants us to rise up with strength. So we've got to be prepared for the battle. The enemy thinks he's won. The enemy thinks that he can destroy. The enemy thinks that we're weak. But oh my goodness, he's so wrong. And the way that he can know we're wrong is by the, us being prepared for the battle. Joyce Meyer wrote a book, The Battlefield of the Mind. You know, some of our mindsets need to be changed. Let's not have a mindset that we're incapable or we're unable to do what God's asking us to do. Let's not have the mindset that it's an impossibility that our family members could come to Jesus Christ. Let's not have the mindset that somebody cannot be healed. Let's not have the mindset that we can see hundreds and thousands of people coming to faith to knowing Jesus Christ. Let us be people that know how to stand up against the enemy. I want us to look at some things that Nehemiah learnt on how to fight the battle. What he learned in Nehemiah chapter 4 verse 14, I love this scripture. It says, then as I looked over this situation, I called together the nobles and the rest of the people and said to them, don't be afraid of the enemy. Hear that? Don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord who is great and glorious and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives and your homes. This scripture is a reminder to us in the same way that Nehemiah brought it to everybody around him, that God's on it. He is great and glorious. But the, here it says we need to fight, fight for our brothers, our sons, our daughters, our wives, our homes. Come on, church. <laughs> Let's fight. Let's rise up. Let's be a church that's willing to go forward and be everything that God wants it to be. We're not going to be in this lockdown for very much longer. I don't believe we are. I believe the time's coming where we're going to emerge out of this. And I want us to emerge out with strength, with the authority, with the understanding the enemy is defeated and we're able to rise up and go forward. I want us to emerge knowing that people are going to come to salvation. I want us to emerge understanding that our God is powerful, greater than anything else, greater than he's ever been. God, God's great. But sometimes we don't think he is. But he is so great, so powerful. So Nehemiah had some strategy on how to fight the enemy. If you read verse 16 to 23, it's, it talks about what God spoke to Nehemiah about. And the first thing he did strategically, he put protective measures in place. Build the people around you. Have people that can pray for you. Have your back. Put people around you. If you're feeling weak in this time, it's time to reach out. 
It's time to ask people to begin to speak into your life to enable you to rise up and be stronger. You know, they had one hand on the job and the other with the weapon. Too often we're so focused on what we're doing or so focused on what we're not doing that we forget that we need to have one hand on the weapon. When they were building the wall, they were building the wall but they also had their sword. We need to have the Word of God right there with us, implanted in us. It's so important that we are so in the scriptures and understanding what they're saying. Allow God to fight the battle. In 19 and 20, then I explained to the nobles and the officials and all the people, the work is very spread out and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. When you hear the blast of the trumpet, rush to wherever it is sounding, then our God will fight for us. It's time to rush into the presence of God. As we come into the presence, we are strengthened. It's been a bit difficult to be able to, I guess, run into that presence or into that worship place because we've been so used to running into that in a group setting. But over this period of time, we've had to run into the presence on our own and be strengthened. God's strengthening us to rise up, go into the presence, the throne room. Nehemiah and the people carried the weapons with them all the time. Nehemiah was building to protect their family. Whatever you're facing, remember God has a plan for you. He knows the enemy will attack you, but he also wants to remind us to stay strong and understand his power and his strength. And he also said he will fight the battle. We just need to be prepared. We have the Holy Spirit who leads and guides us and enables us to renew our minds. Hey, today, if you're feeling discouraged, feel like there's no purpose, you need healing in your body, you feel like your mind's being attacked, affected, I ask you to put into place what Nehemiah did. Follow the tactics. Recognize that we do face the enemy. And sometimes we are our own worst enemy. But God is asking for an army to rise up in a greater way so we can see the church rise up and be all that God is calling it to be. Don't sit back. When we come out of this time, we don't want to be weak. We want to be a church that is a church that is strong, that understands the authority and the power of the Holy Spirit. I may be challenging you this morning to think about what is your purpose? What is the plan God's got for you? What have you buried? What have you put away? Come on, it's time to seek God and ask him, Hey God, I want that to come back. I want to rise out of this and be all that you want me to be. I want to be a woman or a man that is a, a, a person that you can use, that is a force that cannot be beaten. God wants us to rebuild the wall. We don't have to rebuild the church building. The church is live and well. But I believe that this is a new season and God wants us to seek him and ask him, what is it, God, that you want me to do?
Don't leave it to the pastors, the leaders. It's all of us. We're all the church that God is asking to rise up and go forward and be all that he's asking us to be. So I want to pray for you right now. And right wherever you are, in your home, in a group of people, I want me to pray that the Holy Spirit will come and touch you afresh and stir your spirit. Get excited. Get excited as we go out of this time ready to be who God wants us to be. Holy Spirit, I ask right now, in every home, wherever we are watching this, Will you come right now, Holy Spirit, and just stir our hearts again? Lord, where we've laid things down and we've laid down different desires or um, dreams or the plans that we believe you've given us, that it stirs up within us again and that we rise up and understand that we can go forward, that as we become a people that are greater in the time of seeking your face and getting into prayer, as we read your word and get solid on your word, as we step out and understand that we walk with an authority that you are with us that the Holy Spirit empowers us and equips us that you will do the incredible and Lord I just pray right now for anybody that maybe in their minds are thinking that they're not able to be who you're asking them to be that that will be broken and that Lord you will cause us to understand that you've never left us never forsaken us we do not fight the battle on our own but we fight it knowing that you're on it, that you are with us every step of the way in your name. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.